Today on Locked On Mariners, I am talking about the Mariners' 4-1 loss to the A's in a series that they need to have if they want to contend moving forward. Uh, we're talking about Logan Gilbert and what I like about him. I'm going to tell you who I am, too. And then I also have a question for Mariners fans. So that's what we got coming up for you guys today on Locked On Mariners. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, filling in for D.C. Lundberg, Jason Burke. Thank you, Joey Martin. Today, D.C. Lundberg is taking a nap, so I am filling in for him, and I am Jason Burke of the Locked On A's podcast, which is why I'm here, is because our teams are playing each other, and I also thoroughly enjoy the Seattle Mariners. And if you didn't already know, Locked On Mariners is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by Spotify Green Room. If you if you want to go on Spotify Green Room and talk to me, I am at my Jason B. I'll be live on Sunday for the A's and Mariners game. I, I like talking baseball, so stop on by. And please remember to download and follow this program on whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners podcast or any other of the great programs on the Locked On Network. May I suggest the Locked On A's podcast hosted by myself. But before I get into any of the, the game notes and all that stuff that I want to talk to you guys about, uh, please make sure to follow me at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. And if you like what I'm doing and you want to hear a little bit more about the A's, you guys can also follow the Locked on A's podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts. And you can follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have a question about the Oakland A's, I am open to talking baseball with any and everybody. So you can hit me up at LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But let's talk about this four to one lost to the Oakland A's, which is a weird sentence for me to be saying I have not hosted another show on the network before. And if I slip up, I apologize, but I am very intrigued by the entire Mariners rebuild. I've enjoyed watching you guys from afar and I, I do this with love and passion. And so I hope that that comes through and that I'm not throwing daggers. Uh, I'm not going to talk much about this game because there was not a lot, of, a lot, not a lot of good stuff to talk about from this game, from a Mariners standpoint, Chris Flexen was great. Uh, he went five and a third. I, great might be overstating it. He was really, really solid. I think he he went five and a third innings pitched, gave up six hits, two earned runs, he walked two, struck out one. That's kind of his game. If you get a little bit more length out of him, I'd be, if you got six innings out of Chris Flexen, I'd be stoked about that because they got him from the KBO. He came theoretically, not actually, but theoretically out of nowhere. The Mariners found this guy and their bullpen, same sort of thing. So I'll talk about that a little bit later in the episode, but the Mariners are able to find players and make them into actual major leaguers that can contribute at the major league level. And that is something that excites me about the Mariners and their rebuild. And uh, I know that you probably already know that, but it's exciting to me. And I want to share that excitement with you. Um, and then also Tom Murphy hit a solo home run. That's that's the game for for Mariners fans. I, I apologize. I, I looked. I looked on baseball's font and I was like, who was killing the ball? And they were all ground balls. Nothing good happened in this game except for that home run. And then hopefully... 
you know, a three to two win, but that didn't happen. So um, the Mariners lost this game. I'm sorry, but I also wanted my team to win this one. And I, it sucks that our teams are playing each other. If they were playing the Astros, if DC wanted me to host like the next Tuesday through Thursday or whatever games uh, you guys are playing the Astros, I would gladly talk crap about the Astros the entire time. But since I am the host of the locked on a podcast, I don't feel like I can actually do that right now. So I apologize, but as an A's fan, I look at the starting pitching matchups for this series, and we talked about them. Uh, DC and myself did a crossover. It's already in your feed from Thursday. We already talked about the pitching matchups a decent amount. It took a while for us to get through them because there are some intriguing matchups. And as an A's fan, I don't think that there is an easy pitcher on that docket. Uh, I'll talk about Logan Gilbert here in the second segment because there's a lot to like about him. And again, you guys probably already know this, but Maybe hearing it from somebody else is exciting for you. I don't know, but that's what I'm going with. But these pitching matchups, I know that the Mariners are in their rebuild and they're still trying to find their contributors for their next run or, you know, when they're going to be making it to the playoffs. And I know it's been a while and I... I feel for you. I really do. I want you guys in the playoffs. I want, I know what it's like for that burden to be lifted. And then you can kind of just go about your life a little bit. It's nice. So I want that for you. Uh, just maybe not this year, hopefully just because I want the A's because their windows open and closing as opposed to slightly cracked. Um, so that's where I'm coming from. But Again, the, the starting pitching matchups don't have me like scared, but I'm like, there's not an easy win in this bunch. Uh, Marco Gonzalez was the one that DC said, you know, he's not really excited about, but you know, the A's are throwing out four. They have very solid pitchers and there's not one where I'm like, yeah, the A's should be able to dominate this one because the Mariners are a streaky team. Sure. They have a lot of strikeouts in their offense. Uh, Sean Manaya said a new career high in strikeouts. Again, not a lot of good stuff to talk about in this game. Sean Manaya uh, struck out 13 batters. That is a new career high for him. But the Mariners also run into a few pitches a game. And, uh, you know, Tom Murphy did it on Thursday night. That is just how they're built currently. And I would like to see them get a few more contact guys moving forward as opposed to swing for the fences and, uh, you know, three true, three true outcome guys. But, They've got an interesting roster, and uh, I think that you guys should be very, very excited. I'm sure that you are. I'm sure that you're thrilled through the moon. It's just a matter of waiting until those pieces come together. But I've been telling my listeners now for probably over a year, a year and a half, for a long time, that you guys, that the Seattle Mariners are going to be the overlords of the ALS before too long. So you got to be nice to them. So hopefully you can get a couple of wins on the back end when the Seattle Mariners are just dominating everybody because you guys are coming and I am, uh, I'm excited to watch it as a baseball fan. And also I grew up watching Griffey and I know he grew up watching Griffey, but I did what grew up watching Griffey. And, uh, when I was like 12, I was like, Oh, I'll go to college in Seattle. And then I can watch Griffey play baseball. Little did I know, uh, that he would probably be retired by then. I think he might've been traded by the time I went to college, but, um, yeah, th these are things that I thought about. And, I know that there's been a lot of turmoil with the A's and their stadium situation. And if the A's do move and I hate them, 
I have been, you know, looking at the Seattle Mariners in a different little light because uh, I like you guys that much. I want to make sure that you know that I love your baseball team. And so hopefully that's coming through. And I spent seven minutes talking about it. But let's talk a little bit about the schedule that's coming up for the Seattle Mariners. Right now, after that loss, the Mariners are 51 and 46, four and a half games back of Oakland, but there's still three games to play in this series. If Seattle wins out the series, all of a sudden, one and a half games back of the A's, and that is uh, terrifying as an A's fan. I do not want that. I want a sweep in either direction is bad for one of the teams, and the A's won the first game, so that's great, but if Seattle comes back and they got Logan Gilbert going, they've got Yusei Kikuchi going, and then they've got Marco Gonzalez going, they've got the arms to do it. Let's see if the bats can you know catch up a little bit, run into one with a couple of guys on, and uh, you know make it make it a game, make it a series, but uh, it's, it's going to be very, very interesting, and after this weekend, it gets even tougher for some people, or you know just equally as tough for, from my standpoint, <laughs> because the Houston Astros are coming to town for another three-game set, and uh, this is this is make-or-break time for the Seattle Mariners right now. And I'm talking about the trade deadline in the third segment for you guys. But this, y- you got to perform well here. If if the Seattle Mariners only won a couple of games here, if they go like two and five in these two series, or you know three and four, or something like that, then that's not going to get it done. And you might see a shift in focus at the trade deadline. DC Lumberg uh, informed me that it's probably going to be a Stan Pat kind of trade deadline, but maybe that pushes them towards sellers. And I've got some thoughts on that. I'm talking about that in the third segment. But uh, from where I'm sitting right now, you got uh, the Seattle Mariners are three and four against Oakland on the season. They got 12 more going against Oakland on the year, which there's that that's opportunity and also uh, a little bit worrisome if you're the one coming from behind, I think. And then there's also 12 games coming up against the Houston Astros. So th- there's opportunity. But again, that August schedule, I, I looked at it. It's not pretty. It's A's, Astros, uh, New York Yankees, Toronto Blue Jays, Tampa Bay Rays. All of the contending teams in the American League outside of the Chicago White Sox are on the docket in August. And to Seattle's credit, they have played these teams extremely well this season. The team that they've played the worst against, and I know that you know this, is the Detroit Tigers, 1-5 against Detroit, but they've played everybody else basically 500 or a little bit better, uh, including the Los Angeles Angels, who uh, Seattle is 8-5 and five against, and I would officially like to welcome you to the uh, bashing on the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim Club, because... Uh, they stink. And sure, I, I root for Shohei and I root for Mike Trout and, you know, uh, the, the basically those two guys. I root for those two guys, but everybody else stinks. And uh, what the hell are they doing? I never, ever know. And sure, they took 20 pitchers with 20 picks in the MLB draft, but uh, you know how hard it is for pitchers to develop? <laughs> They're not going to be there immediately. That doesn't help them at all. What a dumb, dumb move. And sure, I'll probably be proven wrong before too long, but... uh. Hopefully not. Uh, We can just bask in their defeats together. It'll be a lot of fun. But uh, coming up on the show, I am talking about Logan Gilbert and why I like him, aside from him being a highly rated prospect. But first... Today's trivia question is the opening ceremonies for the Summer Olympic Games are in Tokyo tonight, and the United States will have co-flag bearers, including a member of the baseball team. I'll tell you about them after this word from Bilt Bar. Today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar, my friends, and they have the best 
tasting protein bar in the galaxy, and they have so many delicious flavors. There is something for everybody, and when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorite flavors. If you don't know the flavors, I got them right here for you. You got coconut, cherry barcia, that's my favorite. See? Passion right there. Built Bar fan, passion, cherry barcia. The other flavors include raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. My favorite flavor, again, Cherry Bar Sia. You can't beat it. And if you haven't tried these flavors or, you know, all of them, or you don't know which one your favorite is yet, or you need another kick, all you got to do is get a mix box where you can get two of each of these nine flavors. And Built Bars are healthy for you. They got 17 to 18 grams of protein. The calorie range is from 130 to 180. You got four or five grams of sugar and only four or five grams of net carbs. They're all amazing flavors. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. And if you want to get your hands on some of these delicious treats, all you got to do is go to built.com and use promo code locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. And now the answer for today's trivia question, along with basketball player Sue Bird, baseball player Eddie Alvarez will carry the United States flag in the parade of nations in tonight's Olympic opening ceremonies. He is the first baseball player to be given this honor, and this is the first Summer Olympic Games, but not his first Olympics. As a matter of fact, he's an Olympic silver medalist. He was part of the four-man 5,000 short track speed skating team that took silver in Sochi in 2014. He made his Major League Baseball debut last year, making him the first Winter Olympian in Major League history. And who doesn't love speed skating? That is what I grew up on. I love speed skating so much. Give me Apollo Antonono. Give me Dan Jansen. Give me Bonnie Blair for the win. Love those guys. Uh, But this is the Summer Olympics, and I'm more indifferent. Now back to Locked On Mariners and guest host Jason Burke. Welcome back to the Locked On Mariners podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe. Give us a five-star review. We always like seeing five-star reviews and hearing nice things about the show. And if you like what I'm doing here, give me a follow at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. You can also follow my show, Locked On A's, at, you know, wherever you like hearing podcasts. And also on social media, at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, then, uh, you know, if you have any questions for us, LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. You can also email DC at LockedOnMariners.com because uh he he uses that sucker and he likes talking baseball you guys but uh let's talk about logan gilbert in this segment and i know that you guys know who logan gilbert is who doesn't know who logan gilbert is he's fantastic he's the mariners number four prospect according to mlb pipeline uh on the season he has a 350 era to go along with a 360 x era or expected era and a 307 fip and i'm not a hundred percent that this is right but this is my guess and the difference between expected era and fip is that fip takes out defense whereas expected ERA leaves those in and uh, that he's pitching a lot better than his defense is allowing and that's something that can be improved upon and if this is what your your star prospect is giving you out of the gates obviously there's going to be growing pains and you know adjustments that need to be made but this is an excellent start from somebody who's going to be in the Seattle rotation for years to come and I would be extremely excited about it um, and also he's been pitching really really well 
well in his last seven starts. Again, I'm sure you know this, but he's 4-0 in his last seven with a 2.41 ERA, and he's facing Chris Bassett, the A's ace, coming up on Saturday. That is terrifying to me because he is absolutely rolling right now. Uh, he's got a 10.3 K per nine. That's also very exciting. Anything above one per nine is great, uh, but basically nine per nine or one an inning. That is fantastic. So he's got a good strikeout rate and his walk rate is what's really impressing me right now because he's got two walks per nine innings. And that is I mean, I don't know if it's elite, but it's really, really good. And so that's what you're getting from your top prospect, one of your top prospects, just entering the rotation and, you know, just throwing darts. He's been fantastic. And I think that in looking at his baseball savant page, what I'm seeing is when he gets hit, he actually gets hit fairly well. Uh, His average exit velocity is in the 16th percentile, which worries me a little bit. The max exit velocity is in the 11th percentile. And uh, usually I will take max exit velocity in the 11th, but if you get me average exit velocity in like the 50th or the 60th, especially throughout the the rest, the rest of the season. I think that that is a solid, uh, path forward for him because if you're not giving up consistent hard contact I, I like that a lot if you give up the occasional long ball and they absolutely barrel it once that's your max exit velocity you give up one you know absolute moonshot to John Carlos Stanton that shot for the entire season until you can reset but average exit velocity is the one that would worry me a little bit and the barrel percentage is at 48 percent or in the 48th percentile and that's fine I think that that's that's okay he's still he's still getting used to it and I think that the the next evolution of Logan Gilbert is going to be in his pitch mix. That is something that that's why the A's are always good at finding whoever the hell they want to pitch for them. Did you have you heard about Cole Irvin? He's fantastic. He changes speeds. He throws like 90 miles an hour. He, he gets everybody out with his changeup. That's that's what he does. He hits the spots. That's what he does. Uh, but Logan Gilbert, a little bit higher pedigree than that, but he's relying on that fastball a whole lot. Uh, it, obviously, it averages 95 miles an hour. That is very, very solid, but he's throwing at 60. 1.6% of the time and he's getting hit on it because he's throwing it so much. So he's not changing speeds or changing looks enough. I don't think he's throwing a slider 22.9% of the time, which is a big pitch in baseball right now. You go fastball slider on with anybody, they could be an effective pitcher in the big leagues. And I think that that's what we're seeing because those pitches are solid, but he's got to get either a third pitch in there or I think, yeah, I think that he needs to get a third pitch in there so that he can rely on his fastball just a little bit less, change speeds, get a little bit finer with that changeup. Because if you can change speeds uh, and go fastball changeup, and then also throw in a slider where you don't, you're you're throwing off their timing and where their barrel's going to be in their swing plane, that's going to make him an elite pitcher right there. So you get that third pitch in there that you can work in a little bit more because he's throwing a changeup 7.9% of the time, which is fine, but... For a starting pitcher at the big league level, you got to have at least three. And he's got two right now, and they're they're good, but they're not quite there yet. And I think that that's the next evolution for Logan Gilbert. So I'll be checking out his stats on Saturday when he's throwing against Chris Bassett because uh, he is a very, very intriguing prospect for me, and I'm sure for Mariners fans. But check out his pitch mix. See what he's changing on a game-to-game basis. And for a team like the A's that he's already faced a couple of times this season, see what he's doing in that respect too. See what he's changing and how he's trying to attack players. And you might be able to get a better idea of what kind of a player he's going to be. Because that's something that uh, Cole Irvin does. And I'm not saying that Cole Irvin's as good as Logan Gilbert. I'm, I'm not. Or, you know, vice versa. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, I, I talked to Cole Irvin and he talked about how cerebral of a pitcher he is. Because he'll go over the scouting reports and 
learn how to attack guys before he even steps on the mound. And I think that that is something that Logan Gilbert can definitely add another tool to his arsenal. If he can, you know, get that third pitching, just get guys off of his fastball. I think that that's going to be the key for him. So uh, that's what I see when I look at Logan Gilbert and I am extremely excited uh, to watch him develop because uh, the A's and Mariners get to play 19 times a year. And I love it because uh, I, I love everything that the Seattle Mariners are doing these days, except for the service time manipulation. Didn't like that, but I liked everything else. Anyway, before I send it over to the next segment, uh, if you have a comment or a question or something that you want to ask DC, the regular host of Locked On Mariners, it doesn't have to be baseball related, doesn't have to be sports related, it definitely can be, but you can ask him about flowers if you want, tell Ask him what his favorite flower is, you know, and, and say Jason wants to know what your favorite flower is. I'm scared to ask him. So if you guys could email him at Locked On Mariners, please do that. Um, and, you know, ask him why he's never talked to Fozzie Bear because Fozzie's amazing. Uh, and he loves having special guests on the podcast. Uh, this is seemingly get too into the weeds, but I'm sure that he'll enjoy editing this out. <laughs> Anyways, coming up on the show, I got a question for Mariners fans about the trade deadline because it's a it's an intriguing one for for Mariners fans, I assume. And I want to know what you guys think. So, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, the NHL, the NFL, and all of your UFC or MMA action. And BetOnline has futures for anything. If, if you're a big Seattle Seahawks fan, you guys like the Seahawks, yeah? You can bet on whether or not they're going to win the Super Bowl or the division or whatever. Are they good? I have no idea. Or go Seahawks, I guess. Or if you think that Logan Gilbert's going to win Rookie of the Year, you can place a futures bet on that too. So before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams continue to put their teams together for their runs to the playoffs because it's trade deadline season, you guys. It is very, very exciting. And you can head on over to their website on your mobile device and sign up today to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. And that is why everybody says that Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Now back to Locked On Mariners and guest host Jason Burke. Welcome back to the Locked On Mariners podcast. This is Jason Burke filling in for DC. DC is currently taking pictures of his food for Instagram. You know he loves the gram. <laughs> if you guys like the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like hearing podcasts. Also, you can listen to my show, Locked On A's, wherever you like to hear podcasts. And you can also follow the show at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter and in the Spotify Green Room app. I'm going live on Sunday if you want to talk some baseball with me. And if you have any questions for either of us, you can email us, uh, me at LockedOnA's at gmail.com or uh, DC Lundberg at LockedOnMariners at gmail.com yeah it's the same one just, whatever your team is do that one it's locked on and then the team and then at gmail it's fairly simple <laughs> we try to keep it as easy as we can and i was actually uh this is 
not for anybody really, but I was talking to somebody and they did not know what their Twitter handle was. And I thought that it was hilarious. And, uh, so that's, that's good times. But anyways, I want to, I have a question and that is whether or not the Mariners should be buyers or sellers. And I, I know that I've been indoctrinated by Moneyball and Billy Bean and all of that stuff. So I don't know if I'm coming from a place of sanity or if I am, uh, just a, a crazy person at this point. So that is kind of, uh, the, the, the under the surface level of my question for you guys. But, uh, I, I am legitimately asking you guys, so you guys can reach out to me at the email lockdownathletics at gmail.com or me at by Jason B or the show at locked on A's. I run both accounts. It doesn't matter. Um, but I, I want to know, do, should the Mariners be buyers or sellers or should they stand pat? What do you guys think? Because from my standpoint, I know that the, the Mariners are in it in the standings and it, it could depend on how this weekend goes and how the series against the Astros goes. If, if the Mariners lose two out of five or, or you know, win go two and five, that's what I mean. Um, then I, I think that it might be prudent to sell like a, a piece like Kendall Graven. Maybe if you want to hold on to Mitch Hanniger, I think that that's fine because the, the, the Mariners need some, some veteran presence. And I think that he offers that and he's, he's a solid player. He's got a year of control. I don't know what the return would be, but maybe he holds more value to the Mariners. I guess my main question is Kendall Graveman, should he stay or should he go? Because bullpen arms are fickle. I know that he's throwing darts right now and he's been fantastic. Uh, but it also seems like in looking over the Mariners bullpen and seeing where they're ranked and how they've been actually doing their second in war on fan graphs. Uh, and that's fantastic. I'm among relief pitchers. They're, they're second in war among relief pitchers. Maybe it's because they've been working a little bit more, but uh, that's beside the point. And they have a, they rank 14th in baseball in ERA, which is, you know, they're roughly league average. That's, that's fine. You get a league average bullpen every now and then you, you get somebody like Kendall Graveman or, you know, whoever, but is Kendall Graven going to be a piece on the next great Mariners bullpen? Um, I, I don't know. Does he have that much time? Cause Again, bullpen arms are fickle and the A's just do a churn every single year. But it seems like the Mariners have figured out what to go after to get a good bullpen going in their ballpark. And if if you got that, you can do whatever you want to. And so I ask again, should the Mariners trade Kendall Graveman? You, you got to let me know because I don't know. And I know that there is more at stake here than just uh, are we going forward or are we not? I know that it has been... Uh, what, 19, 20 years since the Mariners made the playoffs. And I know that that weighs heavily, but I feel like it's basically, is it the drought or the process that is, that that's, that's really the, the, the two odds for me right now, because the Mariners run differential isn't, yeah, it's negative. So that's not necessarily encouraging. There's not a lot of encouraging stats surrounding the Mariners, but they keep winning games, which is a plus, and they've been playing good teams well. So that's also a plus. I just don't know if you want to hold on to every piece just because you kind of might have a glimmer of hope right now. I say it, it depends on the trade package for me, I guess. Um, if, if they can get something decent for Kendall Graveman, double A arm that might be able to be like a third or fourth starter, go for it. Yeah, that'd be great. You get six years of control from that person and uh, they'll be there for when the Mariners are in the playoffs and hoping to contend. It's at least depth, if not an actual starter, that you can slot into your rotation, something like that. But if it's, you know, a, a flyer, no. I think that you, you keep Kendall Graveman for right now. Give it the old college try, see what happens because... 
maybe, maybe some weird stuff happens. I don't know. But uh, I know that he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. So maybe you cash in while you can, or you can try and sign him in the offseason, maybe to a multi-year deal, because he's not going to be fairly expensive, I don't think. But it it depends on how the market's moving, what the returns are looking like for me, from my standpoint. But um, I want to know what you guys think. What pieces would you sell if you're selling? And why aren't you selling if you're standing pat or do you want the Mariners to buy are you really believing in this team I, I want to see what you guys think because uh, this team is fascinating to me and I know that there are a lot of facets to whether or not the the Mariners uh, you know should go for it or whatnot because I know that uh, they've they've had a history of collapsing a little bit late in the season and that's always worrisome uh, but I, I like what they're doing and the more pieces you can get to build around the next contender, I think the better. So if you got to sell Kendall Graveman or Mitch Hanniger, even if you want to, I think that that would be reasonable. Uh, you got to make the moves for later on, in my opinion. But um, are you guys trying to push him in or are you trying to you know, stay, stand back and be patient with the process? That's that's my question for you guys. And that's what this segment was all about. So uh, that's all that I got for you guys today. I am also filling in for DC Lumberg on Monday, so I will be back on monday as well talking about god knows what uh probably the the series the baseball games that happen that'll be lots of fun i'll talk about logan gilbert and his pitch mix that that might happen that could be a thing that i do if he does well um i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about the the bright spots of whatever i see even if if the mariners get swept i will talk about the good things that i see and give you guys some hope for the rest of the season and what to watch for what i like and i'm gonna be keeping a keen eye on the seattle mariners so It's going to be a lot of fun, but that's all that I got for you guys today. DC will be back with you guys on Tuesday, but in the meantime, please remember to download and follow Locked On Mariners. Look for us on any podcasting app that you can think of and leave a rating and a review if your podcasting app of choice allows you to do so. And remember to check out the other shows here on the Locked On Network. Uh, like Locked On A's. I hear that that one's fantastic. Uh, I've listened to every episode, and oh boy, does that host get into some shenanigans. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, hopefully I didn't you know, do your team too dirty. Um, it, it was a rough game, and I tried to make that as soft as possible. I, uh, I apologize. Um, but you know, Logan Gilbert, he's amazing, right? All right, but that's all that I got for you guys today. I'll be talking to you guys on Monday. So until then, I don't know how to sign off for the show. He says, he, he gave me a script and it says, wish the audience a good afternoon or any parting words you want to use. And I'm like, no, I usually say, uh, go out and celebrate good times, Oakland, and I'll talk at you tomorrow. But uh, one, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'll be here on Monday. And two, uh, celebrate good times is, it celebrates is the A's, when they win a game, they, they play celebrate by cooling the gang. And so that is why I made that my outro. I don't know what the Mariners win celebration song is. So do whatever that song says. And I'll talk at you guys on Monday. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the locked on today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski will keep you updated on the latest news in every major sport with locked on's team of local experts. Follow the locked on today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever else you get your podcasts. This is Joey Martin for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.